Welcome everyone to episode 82 of the Missing Pieces podcast. If this is your first time watching or listening, as this is available everywhere that podcasts are available, my name is Greg, and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego occasionally, and anything else that's on my mind each week. And I wanna thank you for taking time out of your week to be here with me. I'm actually recording this episode on a Friday for the first time ever. I dropped Clarkman off at school and it just felt right. Like the house is perfectly silent. It's just me here with my thoughts. And why don't I share those thoughts with you? So I used to try to do this on a Sunday and I really loved coming down here on a Sunday morning and recording these episodes. Like it felt so fresh because they were going out like right after that. But in doing so, it took a lot of time to record, of course, and then to export that footage and put it on YouTube. And by the time I got it out to you guys, sometimes it'd be like 5 p.m. on a Sunday. And I wanted that to be more consistent. I wanted to come out Sunday at noon Eastern. So I moved it to Saturday. And that was good until yard sale season started coming up. And it's like, well, shoot, Saturday mornings I go out and I do yard selling. So why don't we move it to Friday? And I think this is going to be my new thing because it's, it's still fairly relevant to what happened in the week. And I can use like the other weekend to kind of fill in the gaps and stuff. At least that makes sense in my mind. So we'll see how it goes. Taking some of like the movie magic and throwing it out to you guys here. But it is Friday for me, it's Sunday for you, and hopefully you're having a, a glorious weekend. Uh, this episode is gonna be, I think, a really good one. At least I, I go into most of the episodes thinking that. How they actually turn out, I don't know. But I was definitely excited to get into this one today. I'm actually gonna start this one off. I'm gonna tell you all about my week and things that I've been thinking about and all the fun stuff that I think that you probably come here for. Uh, but I wanna start this episode off talking about a follow-up on last week's episode, which was actually a follow-up on the last episode prior to that, so 80 and 81. I talked about this topic or discussed this topic of collecting versus hoarding. And last week I read a lot of your responses to that and it was very fascinating to hear what you guys thought about the topic and like what defines a collector or a hoarder. And if you think that you're maybe trending on the hoarder side of things, maybe listen to that episode, last week's episode at least, and, and think about where you're at and are there any changes that you need to make or would like to make in your life to maybe get you out of the hoarding side of things and maybe back into the collecting side? Not saying that either side is is better or worse, but it's a decision that you need to make for yourself. And I'm not here to like change your life. I'm not here to make your life better. I'm just here to like share things that I find interesting in my life experiences and the things that I mess up. I try to help you guys not do those same things. That's that's why the one thing that I can kind of guarantee to you is just that. But last week I asked you guys, is there anyone out there that is a hoarder? Because I want to hear from you or someone that thinks that they're kind of going into that area because I just I just find that fascinating and I'd like to hear from you guys because I, I sometimes feel like I'm in that. If you go into my storage room behind that missing pieces poster back there, you guys know what it looks like in there. I would, it's, it's, it's borderline. Speaking of borderline, let's hear from JP, JB Brick Fanatic, who I'm subscribed to. If you guys want to check out a really entertaining Lego channel, give him a, give him a, shot. I was going to say give him a hoot, give him a shout out. I don't know what we're going to give him. Give him a follow. Give him a like. I don't know. <laughs> what, what do you do on YouTube? Give him a subscribe. Jeez. Should we start this over again? JB says, this is his follow up to the hoarding conversation. He says, I'm definitely borderline hoarding. My desk is a wreck. My shelves are cluttered. I feel obliged to purchase things I don't truly want. It's bad. I am, however, getting better. I've stopped buying things just because it's a good deal. Oh, that one hurts my soul. I feel, I feel that one. Uh, I have started disassembling sets that I don't have any that don't have any special value to me. You can actually see my bedroom floor 
It's the small victories, JB. He says, I will be making a video on my channel soon about this very topic. Thanks, Greg. And I hope it can also inspire some folks to do the same. Dude, I love that. I want to see your progress because there's nothing more inspirational, I think. Like lots of people love sharing the victories. They love sharing how their life is perfect and everything is great. It takes guts and courage to do what you're about to do. And that's to be like, hey, listen, this, this is bad. Like I'm a mess. This is a wreck. But I can make it better and I can make little changes to improve it. And I, I'm like, I'm, I'm anxious to see that and I'm subscribed. So I, I'm sh hopefully that'll come up soon and we'll, we'll see your, your journey and I'll share mine as well here and getting this space, which doesn't look too bad. Although you look at that table, that's from mail time. It's, it's bad. <laughs> the room back there. Well, we'll be making some changes. We'll be getting better. And Hopefully, like you said, it does inspire some other people to make some improvements in their life and to be able to maybe see their floor, or have a place on their desk where they can actually like put things that they that they're valuable or like just not trash. We can do this, JB. So thank you for being brave enough to leave your your feedback on that and actually make some progress, dude, because that's impressive. This next one here wasn't from YouTube. It was actually an email that I got that I was really interested in and i think you will be as well and i i got his permission to share this this is from james who uh he said this is a this is actually a uh, his his scenario that he's in right now and i'm going to give some advice at the end of this even though he may not necessarily be seeking it he says i'm teetering on the hoarding side of things it started going bad hunting for clearance lego and expensive sets for cheap see this is where not only James, but JB and myself, I think have fallen into this trap where sometimes you'll go buy things that you don't really want or find value in, but it's like, well, that's, it's so cheap. I, how can I pass on that? 50% off. I have to 75% off. I have to buy that set, even though I have no interest in it, but it's so cheap. I can't resist. This is the scenario here as well. It says, well, I got too good at it and it crept out of the extra bedroom. I used to store to having boxes outside the room now. I have a side issue of my daughter wanting her own room. She'll be 12 next year, so I need to clear it out. Here are my problems now. Selling everything requires effort, which I'm willing to put in. My issue is when I sell this stuff, I'm going to get a 1099 because of the dollar value. I will have to pay taxes on the earnings, but for the past three years, I haven't kept track of what I paid for the sets. So I have a fear of selling the sets because I might get audited, the pressure of getting rid of them to make a dedicated room for my daughter. Add this, add into this, being addicted to hunting for clearance price sets. It makes me freeze in place, which is just making the situation worse. My, the parachute is getting a storage unit to store the sets until I can sell it. What is bugging me is that any money I saved on the sets would be eaten away every month I keep the storage. Next week, I'm going to seek out an accountant to figure out a good way out of this scenario, figure out a good way out of this scenario. I think if an expert can walk me through the right way of selling this stuff to deal with a tax issue, it'll be a good first step in dealing with this. Feel free to share because the discussion can probably help someone else out there teetering as well. And I love that you said that last line there and JB as well, hoping to inspire other folks to do the same. Hopefully this can help someone. I love that. I'm, I'm happy that you guys are willing to put yourselves out there. My suggestion for you, and feel free, anyone that's commenting on this video, to give a suggestion here to James in his particular situation, is to not do the storage unit. I think that isn't going to solve your problem. I think it's just going to make it worse because ultimately it seems as though you bought this stuff cheap to eventually sell, possibly. Unless you're just stacking it up for, for some odd reason. Because you don't clearly say that, at least from what I can tell. Uh, you just been starting to buy clearance and sets on the cheap and putting them in this room, which they've overflowed. Now your daughter wants this room, 
And I think what I think there's never going to be a bigger motivator for you to actually sell this stuff or part with these things, assuming that was your ultimate goal, than this daughter wanting the bedroom situation. I think now is the time you have to do it. And whatever tax consequences come from this, I think you just gotta you gotta suck it up because if what's gonna happen is if you do this storage unit, those things that are just currently sitting in your room, which I mean without someone actually buying them, really have no value, right? Nothing has value until you actually sell it or someone gives you something for it. What you're gonna do is you're gonna move all that stuff to a storage unit, which you're right, you're gonna pay for, and it's gonna start eating into whatever profits you were having uh, on this stuff if you had just sold it originally. But then you're never actually gonna sell it. You're just gonna start filling up the storage unit. And then one day the storage unit is gonna be full and then you're gonna debate, oh, should I sell this stuff or should I expand my storage unit to a second unit or get a bigger unit? And you're gonna do that. And this stuff's just gonna keep building and building and building until someday, without being too morbid, it's it's not gonna matter anymore. And someone else is gonna have to deal with, with it and they're probably gonna sell it for a fraction of what you would have sold it for at an estate sale or do something like that. So my advice for you, just suck up whatever losses you're going to have and what you paid for it and sell the stuff, make the money, pay the taxes on it if that's what it comes down to. I mean, I don't think it hurts talking to an accountant and maybe there's, I, I have, I, this is definitely outside my area of expertise, which is literally nothing, uh, but maybe there's a certain amount that you can sell up to that you're not going to get a 1099 and have to claim it. I imagine that amount's pretty low though, because the government typically wants their money, <laughs> even, even small amounts. But I think you need to do this for one for your daughter. Being 12 years old, you probably do want your own room. I don't know who she's sharing it with right now. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's another sibling. But man, being a teenager, you don't want to be sharing a room with another another little kid. You want to have a little bit of space. And if that space right now is being occupied by a bunch of cardboard boxes with plastic inside of them, I think it's. I think you just got to do it. As, as painful as that's going to be, because I think there's something more to this than just the the money you're going to lose in taxes. I think you've developed an attachment to these because I know I would. And yeah, you, you just you just got to do it. And uh, I, ho I hope you do. I hope you don't take the storage unit route. And I hope you don't let the accountant persuade you to just sell off a little fraction of this. Meanwhile, your your daughter keeps getting older and older. And by the time she's 18, the room is almost to the point where you can walk in. But the problem is you keep adding sets. So advice attacks advice sell the darn sets, get your daughter into the room, and then use that money to do something fun for yourself or with your family instead of just sitting on these sets. Go on a nice vacation this summer or uh, have, a, have a dinner. Go, you take your family out to dinner. Um, it's hard to give people recommendations for things with COVID still happening. DoorDash, <laughs> DoorDash yourself a nice dinner and watch a movie on HBO Max together. I don't know, dude, but uh, thank you, James, for sharing your story. Again, if you guys have any advice for James or if your opinion on this is different than mine, maybe you're in the reselling business, you know information that I don't, I think that'd be great to read and uh, maybe helpful for James as well. Next thing I want to talk about here, moving on from the hoarding thing, which is what I did last week, and I kind of regretted it. I went into talking about the how disappointed I was in the the response that I got back when I asked for reviews on last week's episode on Apple Podcasts. And I this was something that was kind of like it had me down a little bit, you know? And I talked to Mrs. Brickitect about it and she's like, don't don't mention that in the podcast. You don't need to share everything. And I was like, well this is something that's on my mind and it's it's like eating away at me. And I think if I just talk about it here with my free therapists that don't say much back to me. Uh, I think it'll make me feel better. So I did that. And immediately after doing that podcast, I regretted it. 
And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, just go back to like the end of last one. I, I, I was just disappointed that, that I asked people to go to like, if you were one of those people, and I'm not going to get into it again here, but if you're one of the 300 or 400 people every week that listens to an Apple podcast religiously, do me a favor and take 30 seconds to go leave a review uh, and uh, just just so I can read it, not to not so I can make more money because I literally make zero dollars and zero cents off of Apple Podcasts. In fact, it costs me money because uh, on YouTube, at least I put I put one ad at the very beginning of the video. I don't interrupt it beyond that unless YouTube tries sneaking in there. Uh, but I, you know, I go out of my way. I, I go through Anchor. I upload these as just the uh, audio files, and then I put them out there. I give them a title. I schedule them out. I do all this stuff, which doesn't take an incredible amount of time, and I'm happy to do it because I'm glad that people like listening to these. But I was just like, hey, just just leave me a review. And uh, I expressed my my unhappiness with the amount of response that I got. It was like 1% of people that that responded. Um, but after and afterwards, I felt like really awful about it. And Brixar left me a comment. And he was he said, uh, you know, I don't think chastising people for not leaving a review is going to be uh, the path to getting reviews. And like, that wasn't my goal. Wasn't to like get reviews. It was just, I guess to feel appreciated. And that's where it came from last week. It was like, I guess I just wanted this sense of appreciation from these, these reviews. And I was thinking about how silly that is, you know, like I really do use YouTube as a way to feel, I guess, valued. And you know, when I look at comments and I get really great ones that make me feel so good, in fact, I got one last week. I want to share this one with you because this kind of like brought me out of this funk. This is from Dressy Sphinx 938. It says, this podcast is the most positive voice I hear all week. It uplifts me and gives me motivation. Even though he doesn't do it that often, Greg's advice can really be great sometimes. So many people could benefit from listening to this every week. Keep up the great work. And I'll have you know, Dressy Sphinx, that that comment changed the, the path of this podcast going forward. Because when I finished last week's episode and I was feeling down about, you know, being upset about the whole review thing and then also like venting my frustration here, I was, I really started thinking like, am I keeping it too real? Like I've always prided myself on giving you an authentic look into my life and my, ex my experience in living. And I talk about things that most people probably wouldn't talk about, but I like, this is what I love to do. I don't like to just, I don't want this just to be a Lego podcast. I want to share my life and anything else that's on my mind. And like I said, I use this as like a therapy for me. It allows me to get my ideas and my thoughts out there and like share it with people. And it's an honor to know that there's a bunch of people out there that actually care to hear what I have to say. And there's those hundreds that are on Apple Podcasts. And even though they, they didn't leave a review, that doesn't mean that they don't find what I'm doing valuable because if they didn't, they wouldn't listen. And that's how I need to think of things, but I need to get even further beyond that and be like, I'm just going to do what I, what I love to do. And if there's people out there that, that even listen, and this is what Mrs. Brickatech said, she's probably the, the, like, she's my real therapist. She said, you should be honored that there's just somebody out there that wants to listen. That should be the payment. It shouldn't be leaving a review or leaving a comment or leaving a like or any of those things. It should be simply that somebody sat down on their own free will because she's a teacher. She knows she knows what it's like to, to stand or to speak in front of a group of people that don't necessarily want to be there but are, but are forced into it. Uh, and to be to be unappreciated, which is, I think, the, the, the plight of many teachers. Many teachers go unappreciated and it's sad. But... I'm, I've gotten so accustomed to getting that feedback from people through comments and it just really like, 
it it, it, it goes to your ego. Like it, it boosts you, but it's like, like even that comment from Dressy Sphinx, like that's just like, I feel like, I feel this is my thing. And then when you don't get that, you're like, oh, I'm worthless. I, I have nothing, you know? And these people don't really care. But that's not the case. I don't think that's true. And I was really on the cusp of just being like, all right, let's let's cut out the personal stuff, you know? Like this podcast probably would, like if we're just doing this for the money and if we're trying to be successful, this podcast would certainly be way more successful if all I did was just talk about Lego. If I titled this with some type of Lego topic about something relevant, something newsworthy, and we just went down through all of the the new Lego stuff that's happening and drama and all of that stuff, it would it would definitely cater to the audience that I have on this channel way more. But that isn't something that I'm overly passionate about. And it's not something that I would want to continue doing in like in the long term. Like I wouldn't want to sit down here on a beautiful Friday morning when the sun's out and be like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about all this this Lego news and stuff. No, I don't want to do that. I want to talk about these things, these things that you don't see elsewhere. It's hard to find someone that's authentically sharing their life. And I like, I look for this kind of stuff. And I'm happy to take any suggestions you have for people in the Lego space or outside of it that do something like this because I love podcasts. And my favorite podcast is actually a video game podcast where the guys really don't talk much video games. They kind of just talk about their life. And I realize I, I love that. And I, that's why I love this. And the answer for me isn't to, isn't to, cater to the masses and make Lego related content here every week. It's to follow my heart, to make what's what I want to share. And hopefully there's an audience there that, that cares enough to listen. But if they don't, that's perfectly fine, right? And if they don't want to leave a review, that's perfectly fine. I don't have to base it all off that. I think about these people and I, I've gotten spoiled. That's what it is. I think about these people that make videos. I watch great videos from very small creators that I found in my community. They may have 20 people that watch their video and they keep doing it. They keep making what they want to. And like, I think like if someone watched, if 20 people watch missing pieces, I, I think like, boy, that would, that would be devastating to me. I'm like, apparently no one cares about this. I'm shutting it down. But it's only because you get spoiled by these numbers and these, the, the, this positivity and all the stuff that comes out of it, that when you don't see exactly what you want to see, and I don't know if there's any other creators out there that can feel this plight or would be even open to talk about it. But when you don't see that, you start to feel like you feel like you're worthless. And I, I can't feel that way. I'm not going to get emotional, but uh, I just I just think this is what I'm meant to do. And I know for a fact that there's somebody listening to this that is getting something out of these episodes. And that's why I'm here. It's not for reviews. But saying all that, trying to trying to keep this on the rails here, I did get a review that I want to share that I thought was really funny. And I, I just think it's great. This is from Why Are All the Good Names Taken? Question mark. He says, or he or she says, Hello, Greg. I know you are seeing this. This is my second review, but I would like to tell you something. In the last episode, you made a very hurtful assumption that I had 30 seconds to spare to leave a review. But I'm a very busy man. Uh, just when writing this review, I have missed 15 meetings, 25 flights, and 176 games of golf. I hope you consider people like me next time before you make such a hurtful statement. In all seriousness, this is a great podcast. The questions are great to think about when Greg asks them, and I listen to them every Monday morning to start my week well. 
and we even got other we got a few other uh, reviews as well, which I I won't I won't read here because we're not focusing on that. But I I do love that that brought a smile to my face and like it's just that's that's all it's about, you know. It's just let's let's just do what we love to do. And I'm happy that you're here to, to share this with me. We're going to go on. We're going to move past this. We're no more following up on last week. Let's get into this week's episode. I feel like this one's going to be a long one, but maybe not. I know you guys, I don't know what you guys like. I think you probably like longer episodes. I think if I was listening to this, say I had a commute or something, I would want it to be as long as possible. So I'll, I'll milk this for all it's worth, guys. Let's talk about Cody hitting a deer. I alluded to this in the very end of last week's episode. I said I'd talk more about it. Yeah, so... Let's go back to the beginning. Cody was driving to work on, I don't know what day of the week it was, maybe last Thursday. And she has like maybe a five minute commute. And it just so happens to be that we live in an area that's very plentiful with deer and they love frolicking about the fields. And uh, they especially love jumping across the road into the front of Toyota Tacoma pickup trucks. And that's exactly what happened to her on Thursday. Creamed a deer, just straight on like she was driving and it, there was like a hill on this side and it kind of goes down on the side. Just jumped in, boom, right into the front of the truck. She was okay, thankfully. The truck, not so okay, but not bad. Like it messed up the front bumper, the grill, the fog light was hanging out. A gentleman was driving behind her that lives up the road from us on his way to work. And he actually pulled over and stopped to help her because there was like the front bumper thing was dragging and he ripped that off for her and threw it in the bed of the truck. Uh, which uh, I'm super thankful for good Samaritans out there. So many people you feel like would would just drive by when they see a damsel in distress, but this gentleman stopped. And it was, it was actually, it's a small world because I mentioned he lived up the road from us and Cody actually has his son as a student or had him last year. So she, get, she ended up giving him a, like a $10 gas gift card for a local gas station, uh, just as like a thank you because it's a nice thing to do. So just know that, if you guys do something good for someone else in the world, that thing is very likely to come back to you, but don't always expect that. Just try to be a good person, do a good thing. And if if a gas card doesn't appear in your way, at least good karma will. And if you put it out there, good things are going to happen. I'm going to, I'll stop there, but there's some, there's some advice to take for you. Just, just try to be a good person. And if you see somebody in trouble, try to help them. Cody got to work. She took pictures of the truck. I looked at it. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely a, a job for the insurance company. And I was dreading this because, first of all, anytime you have a, a claim, whether it be, uh, regardless of anything, you pay a deductible. Our deductible is $500. We already had one claim last summer when we were parked at Lowe's. Someone backed out of their parking spot and hit the back, like, bedside, like the, pa the driver's bedside, or I don't know what you call it, the, the side of the bed on Cody's truck. And it was a hit and run. They didn't leave their information and stop. They very clearly, when they were pulling out, like scraped it with the front corner of their vehicle and just took off. And I was just going to leave. Cody just wanted to leave it, but I was like, no, I want to get this fixed. This is like a, a fairly new truck and has hardly any miles on it. So let's get it fixed. We had to pay $500 deductible for that. It, was, it, was, it wasn't it was our fault, but still, like when you start having these things, your insurance company, they don't like that. They don't like the idea of having to pay out. They like to take your money in endlessly. They don't like paying out. So we had that last year. Not our fault. The deer thing, not our fault. So I called our insurance company and everything was good, right? Like it's a deer. What can you do? Uh, and I was, I was like, oh crap, we're gonna have to get this fixed. And the last time that we got it fixed, we went to this local place that I went to before. And it was like a month that we had to wait to get in. And then they had our truck for like a week and a half. And there was all this confusion and stuff. 
And I was like, well, that's that's the closest place or whatever. It's it's the place I know, so we'll go there again. So I was on the phone with the insurance company and they like conference called this place in and they told me it'd be six weeks before they could get us in. And I was just like, that seems kind of unacceptable. So the insurance guy was like, why don't we call one of our in-network places that this is what they do. Like they prioritize people with our insurance. So I was like, okay. I called this place and they're like, hey, you can drop it off Monday. This is Friday, or I think Thursday when I called. I called the day it happened. They're like, you can drop it off Monday and we will work on it immediately. So I was like, okay, cool. So on Monday, Cody took a half day and we drove down. It was probably about an hour drive to, to drop this off. And I want to share this story. I know some of you guys probably give two rips about insurance and things like that, but I want to share this story because this is a, a, a story of taking something bad and turning it into something good. So we dropped that off. I had to follow her down. We dropped the truck off. She got in my car. And then we decided we were going to go shopping together. And it was really interesting going out because Clark May was in school Monday. And it was just the two of us. And it's so rarely just the two of us because we, we take Clark Man everywhere. Like he's a part of our family. And I wouldn't have it any other way. But occasionally, and if you're a parent out there, or if, if you have a husband or wife, or maybe you're a couple with, with kids, whatever it is, sometimes it's nice just to do something with just the two of you, like for old times sake, back when life was different. So we went out, we got some groceries, you know, doing what all, uh, what uh, people do when they're out on a hot date, they uh, go get groceries. So we did a little bit of that and that was fun, picked up some things. And then uh, we went to Target and had some fun there, you know, just chopping around. Cody got her Starbucks, it's what she lives for. And uh, I went looking at the Lego stuff, didn't see any amazing deals or anything like that. It was definitely weird to be at Target in the, in the toy aisles without Clark Man. We picked up a game uh, called Twister that you may know that uh, Cody thought would be fun to play with Clark Man. And it was, uh, but we were just out and about having a great time. And it came off of this tragedy that was the, the deer incident, God rest its soul. I don't know if the deer died or not, it wasn't on the road. Cody said she hit it pretty good and it was it was really struggling. But it either died and someone picked it up before I came through about an hour later taking Clark to school or it made it off the road and, you know, went off into the woods. But I doubt it just like lived happy, happily ever after. But maybe that is what happened. That's what we'll, we'll pretend happened. But anyways, that day out was was really nice. It was nice to spend a time with her. And then we went and picked up Clark Man together, actually like got out of the car and was waiting outside. And he had no idea this is happening. So when he comes out, Cody was there along with me and he was pumped. So... It was it was fun and just turning like this into uh, turning tragedy into triumph, which is what you I guess the best way to make of things. So we had our day out, and the amazing thing is I expected this to take a, a while to get fixed, but they called us on or they messaged me on Tuesday and were like, "You can come pick it up on Thursday." And I was just like, "That's amazing." So this week I was Mister uh, Chauffeur. I was. Like uh, I was like your your Uber driver or whatever. I was taking Clarkman, taking Cody to school, dropping her off, taking Clarkman to school, dropping her off, and then picking them both up as well. Uh, so I'm thankful to have this ability to be here, to uh, be self-employed, self-unemployed, where I have the time and luxury to kind of make my own schedule and do the things that I need to do to take care of my fam. Uh, so Thursday it was done. We drove down, picked it up, all good, paid our $500. Looks uh, crispy, perfectly mint. And then we went out for dinner together. Uh, while we were down there, went to Texas Roadhouse, uh, which was a delicious meal. We got a great appetizer, which was like a sampler, and I got a glorious steak, and I I enjoyed it thoroughly. And that was just a great time being out with my family again. Clarkman was with us this time, and it was really weird to actually go into a restaurant and sit down and eat, something that we really haven't done since COVID. We've been door dashing everything, 
and like you, you wear your mask in, but when you sit down at your, at your table, you take your mask off, which is kind of kind of weird because there's like there's partitions, but then there's like people right on the other side. And I guess they're assuming that your COVID isn't going to pass through that. But it was uh, it was nice, like kind of experiencing normal life again. So we we took these two opportunities of driving to uh, and made the best of it. And uh, the truck is fixed. It's like it never happened. The deer, he's off frolicking with her, with his family right now, and. Uh, that's a lie, probably. Uh, and all is good. So crisis averted. We're all done there. Are there cool things that happened this week that I've been having a lot of fun with? On a more positive note than than smashing into deer is I got a green screen. I'm sure most of you have seen that happen. Very excited about this. This is something that I should have bought years and years ago. I don't know why I didn't because I love doing creative things and having fun. And I think of these videos that I've made in the past where a green screen would have been so great. Greg's Gardening Tips, for example, who is making a comeback here on uh, May the 4th. So be prepared for that, all you guys that don't understand jokes about Star Wars. But I have been having fun with that. I made a video setting it up. I did my Brickitexar video, which I was so happy with. Uh, it was I thought it was pretty funny. Brickitexar, I think, got a kick out of it. You guys actually got the joke, which made it even better. And it was... It was like the beginning of something that I really want to do here, which is just uh, just explore some creative things a little bit. You know, uh, some guys are really good at doing reviews where they sit down with a white background or a white void and you, you sit there and do a review for 20 minutes. Not my style. I can see value in that. And I know people enjoy that. But for me, I just want to do some things that I think are funny or, or just fun for me to make. And I can explore that a little bit because I have time on my hands now. Like, like listen, listen. You hear anything? No, it's just me. And this is my time. I'm sure people think that I'm probably going crazy here, uh, but I think that's okay because they're, they're, they're partially right. I'm going to be doing some videos about your favorite Lego YouTubers, uh, doing parodies of them. And I think with the green screen, it'll be fun to do news videos as well. If I put it behind me here and then we can just drop me down to the corner and while I talk about like stuff like is Brickitech buying it instead of it being like up in a corner here or something or popping up on the screen, I can be in there and maybe use it for gaming and stuff. I just, I got so many big plans for it. Uh, if you're wondering how much a green screen is, I bought a newer one, uh, assuming that's how you say the company's name. And it was uh, $76 in Amazon after taxes. It had like a $20 coupon on it. And I thought that was very fair for what I'm going to do with it. I'm certainly going to have to make a number of videos for it to actually pay off. But as far as I'm concerned, it's it's already paid itself off, at least emotionally for me, because I've I loved it. Clark played around with it a bit too. I didn't actually like make a video about this or anything, but uh, Clark came down and uh, he danced and did a bunch of stuff in front of it with his Minecraft stuff. And then I put him into the game of Minecraft on my computer so he could see what that was like. And he thought that was funny. Maybe we'll make that like a Patreon exclusive thing. Which speaking of that, I need to, there's been people that have joined lately and I need to give like names for that. I'll do that in the next episode. We'll catch up with everyone. I guess this will be our advertisement spot of the episode. If you would like to support this podcast, if that's something that's in your heart to do, uh, you can do that by joining us on Patreon. Uh, for $5 a month, you can join our, our patrons only live streams, which happen every Friday. And you can also get into our discord uh, where I, I participate all the time. There's a community of awesome people there. So if you're like, if you're an adult, maybe, or maybe if you're a kid and you're looking for some people just to like, if you're feeling lonely and you're looking for people to hang out with, like a really positive group of people, and you want to hang out with me as well, God God help you. Uh, you can do it on, on Patreon. The link's down below to do that. Patreon.com slash Brickitech for you guys are on Apple Podcasts. I know how you guys aren't on. and You're not over here with the links. Uh, but you can join us, and it, it's a great time over there. Huge help to the channel and like supports what we do. It buys us green screens and all that fun stuff. So thank you guys for your support on that. Uh, let's go on to... 
the the next topic, and I think maybe the last topic for this episode, and one that I thought was going to be super long, but actually very short. Greg didn't talk for, I, I swear, every time I do one of these episodes, I'm like, I've got nothing to talk about, and somehow I am able to uh, to actually cover it. But this week, I've been thinking a lot about recording more of my solo life. Like I've joked around here about like how boring it is with without anyone around. But this morning I added up a video that I recorded last week. It was just like a, it was it was actually the Thursday that Cody hit her Jeep. So that cuz we were talking about it in it. And I was I just kind of recorded the things I was doing. It wasn't anything like too too amazing. It wasn't like uh, impressive by any means, but it was like a day of mine. And this this week in particular, I haven't really recorded anything for Greg's world or outside the world of Lego. And I regret that because like there's things that happen and like I I want to have recorded, not just for me, but just just like to share, you know, because I think it's interesting seeing like the inside the life of someone else. I find that fascinating. It's my favorite stuff on YouTube. The more personal something gets, the more I can get into that and the more I, I get attached to that that character or person, I like to be invested. And I, you really get invested when you can see inside someone's world. And I just would love to do like some like solo dad vlogs. I imagine there's probably some some dudes out there, or maybe some kids even, that would be like, yeah, I wanna see what Greg's up to. Cause there's there's a dude that I really love to watch. His name's Ronnie, he goes, and Builder Buds is the channel name. And I just love his solo vlogs where he's just like uh, doing whatever he does. Like he just takes you along on his week, whether it's like riding his, uh, his, his uh, uh, one wheel or opening football or baseball or, or basketball cards or smoking meats or whatever like it's just random stuff but it's fun to see other people's hobbies and then like be like oh that's very interesting i'd like to get into that myself it's i don't know it's just it's kind of inspiring to me no matter what it is even if it seems like something silly or small it's uh it's it's fun and he's kind of the guy that's been getting me into the, the world of sports cards too so i should probably unsubscribe actually but you guys shouldn't you guys should go over and subscribe and like go support this guy he's just he's a, he's a stand-up guy classy fella I, I can't say enough good things about him, but I would love to record more of my life and share things of like what I'm doing each day. So I'm thinking about maybe in May making that a thing, like make a point to record each day and maybe do like a, a highlight video of each week where it's just like, hey, here's all the stuff or maybe make it daily. I don't know. I don't think it hurts to put too much content on your channel. If people don't like that, they can they can just either not watch or they can unsubscribe. Um, but I want to share that. I've been trying to do more live streams as well. I just want to share my 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 journey and, and be out there, I suppose, and try to justify all my time and like do things that are that are valuable. And I feel like I've been doing that. But man, I'll tell you what, being a stay-at-home self-unemployed dad, when you drop your son off at school at nine o'clock in the morning, get home at nine fifteen, you'd be shocked how quickly the time goes between that. 9.15 hour and uh, three o'clock when you need to go pick them up. It's it's like, pew. but I remember the days when I was when I was working a full-time job, I would look at the clock all day and it'd be like, it's nine. And then you look at the clock an hour later and it'd be 9.03. And then you look at a cl the clock and you think it's lunchtime and it's, it's 9.17 and it's just like, I'm not gonna survive this. But then when you're like doing something you love to do or if you're like really engaged in anything you're doing, that time blasts by and it's 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 crazy. So I'm trying to get as much done as I can like with the organizing and the house stuff and all the things I wanna get done while I'm doing the solo stuff. So when Clark Man is done with school here in June, we're gonna be doing some traveling, we're gonna be doing a lot of RC stuff, a lot of outdoor stuff, camping and things like that. And 
that's going to be when the content is just like really flowing in Greg's world. But between now and then, I need to find a way to like actually put something out there that people would enjoy watching. It's been yard sale videos lately, which tomorrow, which will be yesterday when you're watching this, we're going to be going out yard selling to community yard sales for the third week running. And I'm excited about that. Last week, I kind of struck out. I'm probably going to make a video about my story on that. Uh, I need to see what footage I got because I think it was the, sometimes the story is more funny or, or more fun to share than the, the outcome, like the haul. But I would have loved to have the haul as well, but I missed it. So I'm going to probably share that, assuming that it works out. And uh, there's another thing I've been thinking about, but I think I'm going to make a dedicated video on that. And that is um, regarding purchasing Lego sets and just like it doing doing it up big and I, I've got a huge plan going forward for that and it's actually going to take us into the past with some retired sets as well or sets that are about to retire I should say and I'm excited about that there's just so much that I'm excited about going forward on this channel and I can't wait to share it all with you I feel like Brickitect is really going to be like my, my place uh, not only now but like a decade from now, two decades from now, whatever it is, like, I just really love the idea of doing something creative that I can pretty much do whatever I want. But to have that little bit of a focus, which is like, it's centered around Lego, it gives me like that focus that I need, or, or the thing to draw you in. And then I, I trick you in with the Lego, but I, I, I keep you with with all the extra stuff, the, the funny green screen stuff, the, the podcast episodes, hopefully, uh, the you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that we share, uh, putting my personal spin on it, I think is my only, the only way that I can really find a way to, to make it in this, this world, because I'm never going to be that technical guy. I'm never going to be the greatest reviewer. I'm never going to have all the Lego leaks, but what the one thing I am going to have is, is who I am. And, and putting that out there is the best thing that I think I can do for myself because not many people do are comfortable enough doing that. First of all, um, but not many people just, just, want to do that, I suppose. And uh, when, when you find somebody that's real and that, that is willing to put that out there, it just becomes something that I think uh, people want to join that journey. And that's what I'm here to share. And last week when I started second guessing missing pieces for probably the millionth time and thinking like, is it too personal? Am I keeping it too real here? The I don't, I don't think the answer to that's ever going to be yes. So I would like to record this so I can tell myself in the future as my own therapist that you got to just be you. And if something's on your heart, even if it isn't something that's going to be popular among people, like if it's you complaining about something, which I don't like to do because like, like Dressy Sphinx said, it's the most positive voice I hear all week. And I don't want to be the most negative voice you hear, but I also want to be the most real voice that you hear every week. And if something's bothering me or if I'm upset about something, I want to put that out there and I want to get it out. And I talked about this with Mrs. Brickitect. And again, this might, she, she didn't really agree. And maybe you don't agree with that. Maybe I should, you know, maybe maybe the right thing to do is to find some balance there. But you guys that have been watching this, for you guys on Apple Podcasts have been listening the last 82 weeks, you know that the thing that I'm never going to be able to do is find balance in my life. And I, I, I've, I've come to realize that. So the best thing that I can do is just follow my dreams, follow my passions, and see where that takes me, and hopefully bring some people along with me on that ride. And I hope that you're on it with me, though. So on that, thank you guys all, you guys and girls, all for tuning in to this week's episode of Missing Pieces. Oh, Sugar Shack. I do have, I have one last thing to send you guys out on, which is a win of the week. 
This one was great. So I, I think we got to go out on this. If you want something positive, this is the way that we're going out, boys. This is from Lego or Jedi Lego Arts. I always get those backwards. A repeat offender here. It says, win of the week. Going into my hometown Birming Birmingham's city center for the first time in many, many months. It's sad to see so many closed businesses, and it's far from the vibrant, buzzing city it once was, but it was a beautiful day, and there was a real sense of hope in the air. I went to the Lego shop and was like an excited kid. Got chatting to a lovely couple at the pick-a-brick wall, and the guy showed us or showed me his Lego mocks on his Instagram site. I promised to check out more of his stuff on Instagram, and when I did, he followed me back on my Instagram site and made some lovely comments about my artwork. As you said, it means so much to have that sort of feedback when you're a creative person. I spent the day chatting to people in different shops, and there was a real feel of positivity for the first time in a long time. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Jedi Lego Arts, for sharing that story because you just sent this entire group of people out on a week where they're about to have a good week with that mindset that there is a feeling of positivity in the air and you just gotta like, you gotta sense it. Even when a deer crashes into the front of your truck or you're feeling down, just think about the good things in life. And there are good things, whether they're just hidden away or not, they're out there. And you gotta think about them and you gotta be appreciative of it. Think about the one thing that you're appreciative of today and then go out and conquer this day. Whether you listen to this on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday or Sunday. I hope you have a glorious day. I hope you have a glorious week. If there's anything that you would like to talk about next week, anything that you want to pick my mind on, or just anything that you'd like to share, I'm, I'm happy to share it here. And I think there's other people out there that'll find value in it. So thank you all so much for watching, and we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces episode.